When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Mile High Report Radio Horse Tracks. And now, here's what's happening in Broncos country. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a special post-game edition of Horse Tracks. I am Jess Plays, joined by Tim Lynch and Lori Lattimore-Volkman of Mile High Report. The Broncos just lost to the Raiders in Las Vegas. How do we feel about Melvin Gordon and the Broncos and Coach Hackett and all the things? Don't ask Tim. He hates everything. I hate it all, too. It was supposed to be different this year. And it... It, it is different. It is different. But yet, same result. <laughs> we, have, we have fewer draft picks and less cal- salary cap space next year. So, that I mean, it's... I mean, really... Well, what we've always had is no cushion for people to get hurt and we you know we're seeing that play out that's the worst thing is javante williams and randy gregory both carted in the locker room in this game randy gregory supposedly is fine i just thank god i just saw a tweet where he said don't something like don't worry about me i'm fine that's official (laughs) so but javante's on crutches that's not good no yeah, so what what makes you the, the angriest about tonight's game? Because, I mean, it's it's disappointing to lose, but when you lose to the Raiders, it makes you angry. So, uh, Tim. Well, I did, just, I did just see a tweet from uh, Brandon Perna. He said, the Broncos saving Josh McDaniel's job is the long play. It's all part of the plan. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it to Perna to get, get something in there that lightens the mood a little bit. But, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. 
Yeah, but well, it was that's, tough. I mean, that's that's an element is the Josh McDaniels element. Like you can't let him beat us like that. <laughs> like the, the two games this year that we absolutely had to win. Well, three. I mean, we're playing the Raiders again, so we have still have an opportunity. But I mean, not losing to the Seahawks like we did and then losing to the Raiders like we did that that hurts like that. We're just not rounding the corner like we want to be like that. We're not making that cut. The only thing about this is the Seahawks game was literally Seattle's Super Bowl. They played the Broncos and Russell Wilson like it was their Super Bowl. And the Raiders were 0-3 and desperate, a very desperate football team. None of those things make this any better, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, no, you, you have to win the game. Like, it's it, you, you. we should have won that game. Yeah, they should have won that game. Um, but, I mean, the defense, you know, I, I, I talked about that. Uh, in a lot of posts this week, the, the defense was going to regress at some point because they were playing at a level that I didn't think where they're actually at. I think they're I think they could be a top 10 defense, but they're they're not a top one or two defense. Certainly and, not good at stopping the run. My God, Josh Jacobs had over 200 <laughs> yards. Well, the Raiders had over 200 yards. Jacobs had 144. With two oh, 144. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, they got gashed, and it was just it was that it was the kind of game where they the Broncos. We're going to need the offense, and they just didn't show up enough in this game. Uh, I think in the third quarter, they gained a total of eight yards, three punts. It was just... You, third quarter was a disaster. It's like this dink and dunk Kyle Orton offense. It's just, it, it, it like if you don't stretch the field, they're never going to think you're going to stretch the field. I mean, it, well, it, I, it paid off in that Hamler catch, but beyond that, it's like you got to throw it deeper than than these little swing passes and, and little bubble. It's like it, you got to you got to do more than that. You got to you got to make them nervous. They're not nervous. No one's nervous about Russell well, Wilson right now. Uh, every month we do. I do this uh, AFC West mixtape uh, podcast with the other um, SB Nation bloggers for the AFC West, and we just had one this Friday. And I was asked about this game, upcoming game, um, and and the Broncos' offense in particular. I kind of hoped that we would see Russell Wilson fall two scores down because I wanted to see what the Broncos offense, what the what Hackett would do with Wilson when they were against the ropes. And that happened in this game. And, you know, there was good and bad. Unfortunately, the good is they were backed up like what, first and 30 or first and 25. And then he hits Cortland Sutton for both, you know, both of those. Yeah, yeah. both of those. <laughs> <laughs> and then, but it but, you know, they were down nine points in the fourth quarter, so they had to open things up. And he hits Cortland Sunner on a crosser for 18 and then, boom, 55-yard bomb to to K.J. Hamler. You know, unfortunately, they fell behind too late. And so, you know, you didn't really get to see what could have happened if they were down multiple scores, say, in the third quarter instead of, like, six minutes left in the fourth. Um, yeah. But I'm hoping that Hackett, when he goes and looks at the film of this from this game, can recognize that perhaps they should open things up sooner. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like the Gary Kubiak, like, panic, Peyton, go win this for us. Yeah. Kind of thing. And it's, it, it's like, it, it, enough, take the handcuffs off earlier. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's where I'm at with it. I mean, and the run game wasn't really working, and we kept running the ball, which... You know, I think we always get on coaches for abandoning the run game too soon. But in this case, Russ Wilson was like 11 of 12 at some point. And then we were running the ball when we should have just been passing more, at least in certain situations. Because, you know, we kept going, we kept getting behind, getting stuffed behind the line of scrimmage, not getting first downs and punting all day. Yeah, now the Broncos are in a situation where it sure looks like Javante is going to be out for a while. Uh, hopefully not a season-ending injury, 
but it doesn't look good. Um, and they, they're going to have to turn to Melvin Gordon, uh, who has an ungodly amount of fumbles. In well, his and, career. and Mike Boone, like one guy can't, can't catch the other guy can't hold on to the ball. <laughs> and, and with Mike Boone, it could just be, he just doesn't play a lot. You know, maybe he just needs me needs to be in there more and get that experience going. I don't, I'm not too worried about Mike Boone, but every time Melvin Gordon touched the football, I hold my breath and I think he's holding his breath at this point. And that's not a good headspace to be in when you're going to be, you're going to have to be the guy in four days. You know, we play, the Broncos are playing the Colts in, on Thursday. It's, it's a, it's a quick turnaround. Who's, who's running the football for them. I don't know. There's a lot of questions and they're not, I don't have any answers. I don't even have any opinions. Well, on know. that, on that Russell Wilson sneak for the touchdown, I believe that uh, Melvin Gordon fumbled the fake football uh, on that handoff. <laughs> oh, oh, you're <laughs> terrible. Tim, almost. How, how, got... how long were you waiting to say that? <laughs> oh, I wrote that shortly after it happened. <laughs> ah, yeah. Hey, when you're sad, you just got to find ways to laugh, you know, and move on. Oh, God. <laughs> and my brother-in-law is up on me already. And so, you know, oh, yeah. the family text. and If he only knew that the way he could really get you is to send you Josh McDaniel's smug face. And that's all. He doesn't have to say anything. Just McD's He did, actually. He sent me a face. picture of Josh oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Man, and, but then I told him it. that most teams don't usually get their first win in October. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, well, you gotta get the, you gotta get back what you can. You know, twist the knife, twist the knife. We, we've been there too, too recently as well. This this start to the season is shaping up to be eerily similar to Peyton's in 2012, though. Yeah, but week um, four was the week that he, you know, started kicking ass, and I, I for me it was actually week six because they were two and three heading into that Chargers Monday Night Football game. Yeah, they really came like back. That, yeah, that, that is the the, game. the moment. Yeah. But but I think week four was their first win, right? And or whatever. I'll just yeah. look it up real quick because I'm like that. <laughs> yeah, let's do. I, this is the this was the setup though that was where this was bound to happen. We every time we play a winless team, at least it has felt like that in the last couple of years. We've just shit the bed. It's like that's the week we decide. I don't know where the defense. There's no killer to- instinct. Yeah, the, the defense is feeling too good about itself. The offense feels great because of that fourth quarter drive. And I felt great about all those things, too. <laughs> but I'm not playing the Raiders. And I'll be damned if I were playing the Raiders. I would have played a lot better than that. I hate the Raiders. I, beca- I became concerned when Bradley Chubb walked off the field last week saying we're the best effing defense in the league. I was like, <laughs> oh, boy. It's week three, buddy. And <laughs> I know. I predicted the Broncos would lose today in our game, in our predictions post to the only person that did it. And I felt dirty and disgusting, but I couldn't shake that feeling all week. And oh, by the way. The, so this is your fault. Partly. <laughs> <laughs> so by the way, uh, Peyton was two and two heading into week five and they lost to the Patriots. And then the San Diego game was what kicked off their their 10 game winning streak. Okay. I just looked it up. Well, you know, nobody cares. I care. (laughs) What was the worst moment in the game for you, Tim? The scoop and score. Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon. Mm. Yeah, that's okay. Picture if if the Raiders were down after the Broncos scored, you know. Oh, it would have been a totally different game. It would have been a totally different game. True. I think the worst moment for me was that drive from our one yard line. (laughs) I was like, there 
we ha we can't do it. We don't, we don't have it this week. Like we dropped a pass, almost intercept, almost had a pass intercepted, almost had a got a safety on us. Like the Russell worst Wilson drive. caught his own pass and then yeah. had to dive out of the end zone. <laughs> yes. Like, to me, that was just funny. I was just glad they punted it. <laughs> well, oh, I'm sure they're like... going to ask him, like, why Why did you catch it? Just let it go, man. Like, <laughs> let it go. Let it be incomplete. Like, I, I mean, I, it's I... easy to say that, but you're like, yeah. oh, holy shit. What? The balls in my oh, hand. no, I've got the ball. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, you never know what's going to happen. What if one of their guys grabs it? Like, you just, if you have a chance to save it, you do. I mean, that's instinct. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just angry. I'm, I'm lashing out. <laughs> oh, I know. Me too. <sighs> I hate the Raiders. I do too. Oh, All right. KJ so Hamler, what was the, though. what was the best moment though? Yeah. Tell us about KJ Hamler that, and how, why was that your favorite? Moment? <laughs> Cause that was my favorite moment too. Like that was like, there's hope. I must've read your mind. Cause I was just, I immediately went to my favorite moment, which was KJ Hamler breaking open down the field, just to think about how long of a road he's, he's had to travel to get there. Cause you know, the big thing before week one was like, he's back, you know, he's practicing. He, what, a, what a, what a recovery. And then he played that first game and it just didn't feel right. So, you know, they, they kind of worked him back slowly. And I don't even think we saw him in the, in, in on the field uh, in this game until that play. And it was just, I'm just happy for him, you know, to come back from that hip and knee issue and all the rehab, all the pain and to break open for a 55 yard bomb. That's yeah, beautiful. It's beautiful. Dude, he did better this week. I thought, yeah, Bron yeah Broncos country uh, with, uh, can put the pitchforks away at least until Thursday. <laughs> or or point them at Melvin Gordon for God's sakes! Like, what is going on there? Like, he just uh, he just <sighs> stepped down as we're recording this. He just stepped down from the podium, but he was asked and he was emotional and just said he just didn't, he didn't do, do his, his job. job. I feel I feel bad for him because he's you know he's a professional. He knows he knows the impact that his fumbles are having. Um, it's got to be tough for him. Yeah. I mean, it, time. it's 14 point swings in um in the first four weeks. Like that, that's th those are points that didn't ne never went on the board because he dropped the ball. Yeah. And he did walk off the podium after being asked how frustrated he was that he fumbled after working all week on not fumbling in practice. Uh, just tough. He's in a tough spot. He needs a big game and he needs to not fumble for a couple months or years I, I, I was saying on the mile high report twitter i'm like he needs a little time to like work through this on the bench like he's like get right in your head before you go back in the game and then javante got Williams injured goes down, yes. yeah and mike boone is limping around and it's like oh uh, well we, we may not have a choice he it, it, it may be he has to work through this on his own in games and that could be a recipe for disaster okay well any final thoughts on the Broncos Raiders game. I mean, it wasn't a blowout. It wasn't a debacle. It was just disappointing. Well, it's disappointing because it seems like Coach Hackett isn't quite learning his lesson on it. We don't have this the same piss poor game management that we had. So that's better. But I don't know. I don't I don't feel like he's doing a good job making the right play calls at the right time. He's too cute. Keep saying it. He's too cute. I don't like it. He doesn't he's go for the throat. He needs to he needs to get angry and attack. And he's there's no attacking. It's very like we're just going to wear you down and we're just going to, you know, water torture you and and it's just and it's torture. It's just like there there is no drive 
to, to for for explosive plays. Like th- there are, there were there was one explosive play in the in the whole game too. Maybe uh, two. I mean there are two. There they are had some good plays. I mean the problem is is just sustaining success. Like oh you you got a a thirty two yarder and then you connected on it uh, and you scored a touchdown and then six drives go by and nothing happens. You know. <laughs> That's the and and they I don't just, throw uh, it. They don't throw it down the field. Like no, and, so, just, and so, the, when you're not a threat to throw it down the field, teams will listen and 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 notice. I notice. I'm sure they notice. They have a whole staff of people that notice that sort of thing. Which is why the run game got swallowed up at the end, and then we had to pass. And oh my gosh, they were playing up. So the passing game suddenly opened up downfield. It had probably been open the whole game. I don't know. Maybe it's just they're they're learning, and you know. In two weeks, they'll start a ten-game winning streak, and we'll forget this ever happened. You know, that's a possibility too. <laughs> that is, yeah. Or they we could lose to... two games within a week, which would also be tragic. <laughs> if we lose yes. to Matt Ryan and the Colts right now, I'm going to be even more upset. <laughs> Chiefs did it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Your yeah, first yeah. place, Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> well, this has been a very special post-game horse tracks with Lori Latimer Volkman, Tim Lynch, and Jess Place. Uh, you can read all of our sad missives on mile high report uh tomorrow and the next day and then we're going to switch to the colts because that's that's what we're going to do um any final thoughts no i think everybody's in the same headspace all of broncos <laughs> country <laughs> i i feel like bill belichick right now we it's we better be onto the colts immediately <laughs> that's a i think that's going to be a tough game it's a tough turnaround we've got a lot of injuries that you know don't have many days to rest up for and hopefully they they get angry enough from this game and and turn it all toward actually doing better being better i mean it's pathetic honestly to watch that today it's an opportunity to erase this loss pretty fast being able to play on thursday so let's take advantage of it (laughs) yeah go broncos get that get that taste out of your mouth let's get a win move on let's ride Let's do right. something. Ready to ride. Can we start riding? <laughs> are we going to ride soon, maybe? I'm going to ride on out of here. We're being ridden over. 